Well, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes in life, the best things that have happened to me were decisions when I changed my mind, that I maybe was going to do something, but I decided I wasn't going to go to an event, but then thought about it more and more and changed my mind. And I went, and oftentimes it's those experiences and those events that have made an impact in that moment, a lasting impression on my life. My first few years as a priest, there were two of those decisions. There had just been some sort of terrorist attack, I remember, maybe in Paris or in Europe or the UK. And while I was in Oshkosh, the, the mosque there wanted to have kind of an interfaith prayer service to bring together people of all creeds and to join in prayer. And so it was one of those things in the back of my head, I'm like, well, I'll probably be the only Catholic that would go. And there was something nagging at me to go. But I had made the decision, the day is full, I have lots to do, this is the last thing I need to go to. But... Probably at the 11th hour, I made the decision, okay, I'm going to go. And I went, and it's one of those prayer experiences with others and hearing them reflect upon what was going on in the world and such that kind of began to change minds and hearts and perspectives. It was also the case when there was a teenager that had suddenly passed away The person wasn't a Catholic, they were a Lutheran. They were friends, though, with a lot of the students in our uh, religious ed program and our school. So I had to decide, well, am I going to go to this funeral to support these students, or will I just go on with my life? And again, it was one of those decisions where it's like, I don't want to do this, but then... At the very end, I said, I will do this. And I went, and it meant I know a lot to those teenagers to know that they had someone that they could speak with even after the funeral. So today, our gospel really is about changing minds. These two workers in the vineyard, that one tells their father, no, I'm not going to work, and then they show up. And the other one says, I am going to do it, and he doesn't show up. Both of them changed their mind. One of them said, I will go and honor my father. The other, well, something better, some other opportunity presented itself. It was okay. And then at the very end of the gospel today, Jesus says that when John came to you in the ways of righteousness, you did not believe him. Yet even when you saw that, others believing him, you did not later change your minds and believe. This idea of changing our minds or changing our hearts as well, it's all about what conversion is all about, allowing God to change our hearts and minds. There are lots of opportunities, I'm sure, in our daily lives that maybe... With the mind of God, he can help change our minds. It could be, I'm sure we all have them, that co-worker of ours, we maybe don't really care for them, 
And so maybe as we're out on break or talking with other employees, it's easy to talk about them and whatnot. And so maybe the Lord wants us to change our minds first about that person, about what's going on in their lives, what they're experiencing, maybe why they are the way they are. So maybe the Lord wants to change our minds so that they're no longer the subject of our conversation, but that we might be able to dwell on something else, to say the good that people really need to hear. There was a moment in our second reading today from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians that he was inviting us to a change of mind and a change of heart too. It was about ourselves. He said, look at the other person as someone to be regarded as more important than yourself. So this is a lesson on humility that the person before me, they have needs and I'm before them and somehow I can help them by word, by example. I can prefer them to myself. That maybe as I want to think everything revolves around me maybe, but it really doesn't. And so that change of mind once I realize that, it's, as Bishop Robert Barron would say, it's not about me, but it's about the Lord and it's about others. And so another way that the Lord might change our hearts and change our minds. We belong to a church, a universal church based out of Rome under the Holy Father, one that has had teachings for thousands of years about 2,000 years since St. Peter. And so maybe the church has different teachings and we think about them and maybe we're like, I don't really agree with this teaching of the church. Maybe that's a moment where we pause and we say, Lord, change my mind or Lord, help me to understand. Maybe there's some things that Jesus said in the Gospels that we don't really care for. Maybe they challenge us, and that's the very reason why we don't like these words of Jesus. Maybe it's this whole thing about coming to Mass on Sundays, keeping holy the Sabbath day. Well, there's lots of things competing for our time and attention, and maybe it's easy to go tailgate right now on a Sunday, not today, of course, but any other Packer Sunday at Lambeau to skip Sunday Mass, but Maybe that's a moment. Lord, change my mind so that I know how important this hour with you is. The Lord is constantly at work. For the example of Jesus in the gospel today, he cites St. John the Baptist, that he was the forerunner, the precursor. He was preaching in advance of Jesus' preaching. He was changing hearts and minds through a baptism of repentance. And Jesus says, people were listening to him and changing their lives, but you didn't. And so the Lord probably is sending people into our lives, whether they're clergy or our family or our friends, authors that we read, whoever it is, God has sent those words and those teachings into our lives so that our minds and hearts might change. And so we simply have to cooperate with the Lord and allow him to change us.